worry about that extra 20% because it's just going to, it's going to take a ton of time to do mm. and a ton of headache and you, you really just need to get going on it. Hey entrepreneurs, are you going full speed just trying to keep up? Do you feel you have more losses than wins? For years, I was rushing to get to the next thing. There was always something that I had to learn before the thing I actually needed to learn. I felt like I was running in the wrong direction and moving even further away from my goals. So the big question is, how do you stop the craziness? How do you get to your next win? Well, this podcast will give you the answer. Join me on my journey as we have real conversations about struggles, successes, and tips so we can get you quicker, faster results, no fluff, and get you to your next win now. Hey everyone, it's Chris Ward and welcome to Win the Hour, Win the Day. Today we have Noah Mittman on the show and he is the guy that's gonna help us get out of our own way when it comes to videos. I can't even wait to dive into this conversation. There's so much happening as far as social media and how you have to have videos out all the time and all this other stuff. So Noah's going to talk to us about how we can make our videos look more polished and professional without spending a bunch of money. Welcome to the show, Noah. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, Noah, let's just dive right in. Okay, first of all, let's start with the obvious. We need to be using videos. Is that correct? correct? Yeah, Uh, video I think is just what people expect at this point with content and it's it's video if video isn't king context is king but video is right there as well okay so we need to be using video we need to be using it often and also really i think too the old style of having it all polished and highly produced and stuff budget aside that's not the way it's that's not where the action's at is that correct yeah, I mean, you don't need to feel scared because you don't have the best equipment and you don't have, you know, $10,000 in gear. Uh, you have a fantastic camera in your pocket right now called your phone. Okay. Okay. So we've got the phone. Now, I know this when I'm looking at other people and you're scrolling and I've seen people all the time. They're like, oh my gosh, they're doing videos of things that like in the middle of the grocery aisle, if they're like somebody that focuses on, on nutrition or something, I think, oh, I haven't, I would never think to do that, right? So I think what the key thing is, is to stop thinking so much and to just to start, start shooting video. Is that correct? That's exactly right. Yeah. So kind of my mantra and actually the the title of my facebook group as well is to stop waiting and start creating it is less about perfectionism this is actually kind of goes dive right into i have kind of three secrets or tips that i give uh, to kind of make your videos look more professional without spending a bunch of money and okay go ahead actually the first one is that getting out of your own head and your own way on what you think things should look like is really important because uh, especially right now, uh, <laughs> we're in the middle of this global pandemic for context. And uh, Jimmy Fallon has been recording yeah. the Tonight Show from his house on his phone. And did you care? I didn't. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's just fine. Uh, I learned so many lessons from that. I got to jump in. I tell you, the first time I saw, and I think he was the first one of like the big league players to do that. Right. And then he does it. And then he's got his kids drawing cartoons and holding it up. And suddenly now, here's my thinking. It's like, oh, well, now it now it looks too cute. Like now it's like, oh, why didn't I think of that? Why don't I have a toddler drawing pictures for me? Like, oh, that's the way to go. So it's like the new model. But it really was eye-opening to me that, 
you know, he didn't have good lighting. He didn't, and we all went through the hair pandemic, didn't have yeah. good hair. And then he's got kids interrupting him, which actually just exposed again, that he's the gentle guy behind the scenes that right. you see in front of the camera. So really that's what I didn't hear a thing he said. I just kept looking at all the, you know, and then I think he was in a cabin somewhere where I would have been like, oh, there's clutter behind me or I need a nicer place or a better background. Like I would have overthought that seven ways to Sunday. Right, but he just put it out and he just kind of moved forward. And that's, you know, I think that's really the key to like getting going is uh, there are things you can control, but there's also just stuff that you can't control and you don't need to worry about because people care less about it than you think. Uh, I think a good rule for that is like, if you're 80% happy with, you know, what you've set up and how it's looking and all that, don't worry about that extra 20% because it's just going to, it's going to take a ton of time to do mm. and a kind of headache and you you really just need to get going on it you really need to start um so that's i think that's the main thing is you know use your phone uh, I, the other thing on this is that uh for gear especially if you are thinking about a camera honestly unless you're going to spend over a thousand dollars on a camera your phone is just fine uh because right. most of us have in, i mean we're on a payment plan and stuff but we've invested close to a thousand dollars in our phone so they've really worked a lot on the technology of the cameras and uh, it's, it's just, it's really solid place to start. Uh, and again, even if it's a little bit, you know, janky or, or there's, you know, whatever going on uh, quality wise, Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon has led the way and just, you know, trust yeah. that and know that it's fine. And I think most of us by now know the power of the iPhone. I think when we look for excuses is, oh, I need better audio or I need better lighting or I need a better selfie stick. And, and then this is just permission for distraction is, oh, okay, I'll order that when that comes in and I'll make a plan. So that buys right. me another two weeks <laughs> to do whatever. Exactly. <laughs> and, and then I even saw, speaking of Jimmy Fallon, hey, Jimmy, are you listening? We could have you on the show. Um, <laughs> Then it's speaking of him, then one day he's just walking down the street with his wife talking about how they met and it's just a selfie stick in him. So I think it really is, again, talking about overthinking it. And I know it, and I've seen people, one time I saw one of my, uh, uh, for lack of a better word, she was like a mentor to me. And she did this little thing while she was driving through McDonald's because she had this big event that day and she was making a joke of saying okay this is my this is how I prepare for big events and she's getting some awful McDonald's breakfast so I and she it was very humorous and very funny and like I would have been like oh my gosh like I would have overthought where's the background what will I say like I just would have I get the camera part but I would have overthought the content and the visuals yeah. and unless I'm somewhere really good you know I, I just would have overthought it so that actually that's perfect that leads me into uh, another kind of tip on how to easily make your stuff more professional looking without really doing much of anything. And that is to have, and you got this down with your background, um, is to really just ask yourself a question on what, with what you're recording is, does your background represent you and your business in the way that you want it to? And if it does, then awesome. Like yours, I get it that you got your book, you got, you know, real simple white, it's fantastic. And if it doesn't, then what can you bring or put on the wall or like move to a different room to make it actually, you know, put some art up, make it express who you are and what you, what you care about a little bit more. 
Okay, so, so that's a yeah. that's a really good point. Let me jump in there. So what happened was I've just recently moved and I, I'm in a new location. I've got this great office. So I painted the wall white for those of listening in auto and I've just got this little black cube thing, like a, a shelf. And in there I have my book and the outsourcing playbook for busy entrepreneurs, mugs, some swag and stuff like that. Very simple. Exactly. And now I appreciate your compliment, Noah. But at the same time, I sometimes get jealous when I look at other people and they've got a whole room and bookshelves. And I think, oh, I love my office, but then I think, oh, is there, is there enough fabric and texture and interest behind me where yeah. other people have more interesting things? So you're complimenting me on the simplicity and I'm thinking, ah, what, you know, is there lights I can have or whatever? So I think, I think we, how many times can I say this? I keep thinking we just overthink everything. <laughs> right, yeah, so that's, exactly. So that's for like, for the podcast, I have this, but back to, you know, my friend in McDonald's, like she just shot a video anywhere. Right. And in fact, then it makes it more interesting because you're trying to figure out where is she and there's different locations. So that's another thing is sometimes I get over-organized and then I just shoot them the same location all the time. Which is fine. Because the other thing I'll say on that is, it, you know, if she's at McDonald's or she's somewhere else, it depends on the style of video that you're doing. Like if you're vlogging okay. and just bringing somebody along for your day, great. If you're trying to deliver information and really teach something, which a lot of, you know, my, my audience is course creators. You're trying mm -hmm. to actually like educate people with your content. You don't actually want too much in the background that's distracting. Oh, you can have okay. a background. Like my background has a lot going on. I'm actually at my mom's house right now. She's watching the kids and um, that's fine. But like having minimal distractions, having really being able to focus on your message is the main thing. So it's good to like change up locations, but again, you have that simple background that kind of, they, that it's like home base that they know with your content. They know they're coming okay. to see this. They know that, you know, it's like uh, any of the, you know, take Philip DeFranco on YouTube. He has his studio. He has his place where he kind of does his show and we all are comfortable with that. So the main thing again is yes, make it interesting, but don't make it so crazy that it's taking away from your message because your and message is really what you need. Yeah. And I guess at the end of the day, if your content's good, right. then your content's good. Right. And so then we always make excuses. I do. Anyhow, I'll say, oh, well, that's Jimmy Fallon. So everybody's going to watch him because he's funny and his content's good. Or, oh, that's this big influencer. So it's okay that he does his podcast in his car, which I would never in a million years do <laughs> and, and have no interest in doing. Right. But I guess that's it. We're always making excuses why we're, we're just looking at shiny, not shiny object syndrome, but sh I call it shiny distract, distraction syndrome. Ooh, shiny like, syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, oh, well, he gets a free pass because of whatever. So, okay. If the content's good, then the content's good and Correct. people will forgive everything else and, and just get it done and get it out. That's the main thing I think is, you know, all of this stuff is extra. Like really you can set up anywhere that you want. And if you're feeling good and professional about it and you're like, your energy's there and your, your message is there, then you're going to be able to build an audience. All the, really all the other stuff is extras. But the main thing to think about again with your background is like, is there, is anything distracting and does it represent me in a way that I want? Like if you have your garage behind you, it's probably not going to be the best setup. Yeah. And you know what? I, I was in this little cottage for a couple of years because I was in transition and it was a cute, cute little place, but let's emphasize the word little. So I did not have a lot of space. And so when I was, let's say, pitching somebody to be on their podcast, because I do a lot of podcasts, what I did is I stood in front of my computer and I actually used their 
website or podcast is my screen is on my screen it filled my screen and had them over my shoulder showing like hey I was just looking at your stuff so when I was lacking space and room I just put whatever I wanted on my computer and stood in front of it yeah exactly right okay just getting a little bit creative that's all it is I mean that's all anything is that's that's what Jimmy Fallon was doing he was just getting creative with his situation and that's that's always I think appreciated by an audience and that's like them you know they can be impressed with your ability to kind of think on the fly Fabulous. Okay. Tell us some other things that you see out there that we're either doing wrong or overthinking, or we could do better. hundred percent. So this is the third and final tip to kind of uh, easily make your videos a, a little bit better without spending money. And that is to focus on your lighting. So okay. a lot of times I see uh, people in less lit situations or they kind of blend in with their background. Um, the, the way that you can fix it, even just at home, is take a lamp from your house and put it behind and above where your camera is set up uh, when you're filming. And that just kind of puts a little bit of light on your face and helps you pop out from the background. And that does a world of difference, especially starting out. I think that's really important. And we don't have to be, you know, an expert in lighting. Cause I know for me, I am passionate about my standing desk. Love it for so many mm-hmm. reasons. So what happens is I have my standing desk here and then I have a couple of lights and stuff for different purposes. And because my st- I'm just using my standing desk and I'm standing tall, my lights had to be taller and taller and it wasn't working out. And I was by, I was starting to buy more and let more lights and try to figure it out. And then I just realized, oh my heavens, I had one on behind my desk, my behind my computer, where you're right, behind the camera, and it just leans over and shines down on me. So I went from three lights to one, and it was far more flattering. I'm here to tell you, it reversed time about 12 years, because there were some days I was like... That's what a good light does. That's what a good yeah, light does. I was like, is it me? Am I aging dramatically? <laughs> What's happening here? I look like one of those characters on Walt Disney where like things go bad for them and they start to age. I'm like, lighting is, if it goes the wrong way, it is not your friend. So what I'm here to tell you is buying more lighting is not the answer. Just play with it, move it around. And and even simpler than that too. Like if you have a situation or a setup where you can be kind of next to a window, window is awesome source of light and kind of a hint, a a little tip to like make that even softer. Cause sometimes window light, if it's super sunny is like really harsh. Um, so if you have a white bed sheet or even like a, uh, poster uh, presentation poster board that has like the the tape on the sticky part on top, put that over your window and it diffuses the light a little bit and just makes it really pretty and easy and, and not hard to look at. Right. Okay. So we are getting caught up in our own vanity, but we are human. So such is life, right? Like, (laughs) yeah, so that's fine. Okay. What tell us, so those are really important tips now, but I'm sure you see stuff. Those are three great, big, broad strokes, but I'm sure you see more done wrong than done correctly. So just keep going because this is, this is really helpful stuff. Throw us another one. Um, Let's see. Let's go a little bit to uh, the actual like performance side of it. So the camera confidence, because that's a big problem that I see is people kind of, not only are they afraid of like the perfectionism, but like once that record button gets hit, everybody like freaks out. (laughs) Um, So there's a couple of things you can do to kind of help yourself be more confident and comfortable on camera. Um, And I actually have a a freebie that I give out as a guide on this as well. Um, But the first one is, to instead of like thinking about while you're filming and instead of thinking about like the entire audience of 
like faceless people that this can possibly go to, just focus on one person that you're trying to help. And uh, ideally one person that you know, like a family member or a friend, somebody that you could really help with your stuff. Um, if you client. want to further, yeah, correct, you have. I really yeah. like your favorite client, yeah. whatever it is. That's yeah. perfect. I love that. Take, have a photo of them even and print it out and put it next to your camera while you're filming. Cause then you can literally just talk to them and yeah. the energy that you're putting off to your audience will be like, you're talking to a friend, which is exactly what it should be. And you're so right, because I think what happens too, I did this a lot in the beginning, is then you go into presentation mode because you're right. trying to, and you'll say things, you start saying global things like, you know, you and your team and everyone, and then you start trying to speak broader and broader because now yeah. you realize, oh, you may be doing this, maybe do that. And you're, you're just keeping expanding the audience, but you're not in front of a thousand people. You're, you know, you were talking to one person at a time. Exactly. One, and, that's the hard thing is yeah. you really are talking to, even if you have a, you know, a hundred thousand person audience, you are at when, when they yeah. watch it, you're talking to one person. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That will help a lot with camera confidence. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'll kind of keep diving into camera confidence, actually. Um, okay. Another thing that can help with uh, the vibe and kind of the feeling uh, is in your preparation. So okay. not just like when you hit record, but before you hit record. So if you want to play music that you like or even like your stand your favorite uh -huh. stand-up comedian so you kind of okay. get into the vibe and like make, get okay. you know the little dance party going okay. instead of the deafening silence setting whatever up you're sweating you're freaking out like have fun with it have you know put on what's your what's like what's your favorite go-to like pump up song me oh i <laughs> my dark secret I'm a Rocky girl. I'm all go. about Rocky. That changes anything <laughs> in any day. Don't even get me started. Yeah. 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 So, but again, you put that on and you're going to be in a good mood and you're going to kind yeah. of have that like fun time. And then as soon, you know, just stop it, hit record and you carry that energy over into what you're doing, which is huge. It's really, it's really about mindset and kind of the headspace that you're in while you're recording, which is super important. That's a good point because I don't do that. I, I do believe in energy and I do believe in making sure like I, I try to be positive and in the right frame of mind and we're going to have some fun and just talk to people. Um, but I am racing in my head trying to figure out how am I going to say this in the shortest time possible and be effective. Right. So now I'm in thinking mode, which is, you know, not fun, Chris. It's intellectual. Get in your own way, Chris. Right. So yeah. that's a really super important point because it just never occurred to me to do that i've used that like i've been in meetings where let's say something like i was in a meeting not too long ago and something was going off the tracks and, and the energy was and i said we need to take a break and we're going to come back in five minutes and i did listen to music and i listened to a comedian for a few minutes and came back and said okay because there was a frustration and i needed to move forward with this and it needed to be fun and i yeah. needed to change my energy so i believe in that power but I wasn't tapping into that before I did a video. I mean, I think I'm high energy and people tell me all the time right. I'm fun, but I, I, I could still have more fun. You can always have more fun, right? And it should be fun. Like I, yes. I'm lucky that like, this is my passion and this is what I've been doing since high school. But like it, that I like, everybody should have that like fun feeling making movies or whatever yeah. it is to get excited about. Uh, it's just, it's a good time. It's why we all go to the movies is to have fun. So you're kind of creating your own little movie in your house and you know they have fun on set you should have fun on your set and it does it translates and you know what this i don't know if this is random but i'm going to share it with you because it's on my mind i remember a while back i watched a documentary it was horrifying to me i watched a documentary and it was about uh the porn industry and what was happening god i could not imagine this 
what was happening is they made so many billions and billions of dollars off video. And mm. now with the whole be YouTube invention, and everything, what's happening, and this just boggles my mind, like no business. What was happening is people were recording camera confidence. People were recording their own porn and uploading it. So it was cutting into the porn industry and they lost like 80% of their marketplace because now there's homemade porn <laughs> that everyone was posting and could watch. And when people say camera confidence to me, I think, my God, there would not <laughs> be enough alcohol. That's, that's going to be, that's going to be my new hook for my product is, Hey, yeah. be like a, be like a homemade porn star with camera confidence. <laughs> But it almost crippled the porn industry. They had to start doing it differently because everybody's just uploading their own stuff. And I thought in a million years on 10 planets, would I have never thought, oh, that will be a problem. Right. right. Yeah. So there's Definitely. a lot of people out there with way more ca camera confidence than I will ever, ever possess. <laughs> That's a, okay. This is funny because this is actually a perfect lead into the next tip for camera confidence. Okay. Which is if you absolutely cannot chill out and like have fun with it um have a just the first time i'm not saying every time and this may okay. be your thing or it may not be i will say that okay, okay. uh take a shot or have a beer okay. or have a glass yeah. of wine to kind of yeah. loosen you up a little bit i'm not saying do it every time you record but yeah. if that you know if, if having some sort of drink kind of gets you a little do bit what more, you got to do to get you through now. that first wall yeah it kind of okay. gets you gets you going in that first time uh, try not to shoot at 8 30 in the morning yeah, and try to control that wall because we don't want to hear you go and another thing i said exactly <laughs> yeah gotcha. you know don't don't let it get out of hand but it, you know hey yeah. if, it, if that's what starts you actually recording and, and creating then cheers from noah gotcha okay <laughs> um, and then, right, yeah, i think the last thing that yeah. kind of plays into both of them uh with both making it look professional and making you more confident about it is uh, if you have, especially for courses, if you have okay. co uh, content like pre-written out that you know you want to talk about, um, you need uh, the thing that's helped me a ton with both time efficiency and confidence is using a teleprompter. Um, you can oh, actually okay. download a teleprompter app to your phone. And okay. I write everything, you know, for my content, I really script it out other than like, you know, the podcast and stuff. So okay. I really uh, go deep and detailed with what I'm saying. So I literally just read it off of my teleprompter and I look at like this well-spoken, amazing, you know, efficient and, and you know, professional guy. Uh, and I'm really just reading it with a little bit more energy. It's a huge time saver. I would also add to that because, you know, sometimes you get caught up in the reading as well, or, or sometimes it's hard to write it like you're talking. And one of the other things too, more and more, people want really bite-sized pieces of information. So yeah. when we do our outsourcing playbook for busy entrepreneurs and guys, you can get on the waiting list now because we're launching that and there's going to be crazy giveaways. And what I do is I shoot the segments in like 10 minute segments for micro learning. It's really right. good for the con consumer, the one that's consuming it, the consumption. But for me, then it's like, then you don't go off on a tangent saying, you know, you start sidebar information and then you're like, did I already say that or whatever? Yeah, exactly. So keeps it tighter when it's shorter. And that way you could just have some bullet points. And if you do digress and go off the rails, you're going off the rails for like two minutes, not, you know, not whatever. Right. Have so, exactly. And I mean, that really helps even for, you know, for say like social media posting, like yeah. for Instagram where, or TikTok where you have to do 60 seconds or less. I've literally written a script and it's like, you know, a minute and 10 seconds. And I'm like, okay, I got to cut 10 seconds out of this. Uh, and that really gets you to be a more effective creator with, the, you know, having a plan. 
Yeah, that's a great point. And again, if I can add to that, what I would say is I'm comfortable speaking off the fly once I know my main points. And what we do is when I shoot my video, then we get that transcribed and we turn that into a post. See, so this I is that's a good point. That's a good tip is, is yeah. you know, using using the tools to kind of make different styles of content off yeah. of what you're doing. I love Fabulous. that. Yeah, that's awesome. super cool. Noah, it's been a pleasure talking to you. We could uh, we could have you coming back on Thursdays, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. So where yeah, can people find you? Totally, totally. So uh, I am my big uh, kind of push and and presence right now is on Facebook. Okay. Uh, my I have a group there that kind of gets you into my world, even gets you on my email list if you want. Uh, it's called Stop Waiting and Start Creating Video Content. Great name. Great name. Okay. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's another thing, having kind of a, when you do make stuff for social, having kind of a call to action or like the result that people are wanting is a really great, great way to start. Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. No, it's been a pleasure. These were very valid points and, uh, and I enjoyed it very much. Everyone yeah, else until the next episode. Thank you very much. Thanks again, Noah. Thank you so much. Hey entrepreneurs, want to build your business? Then you need to build your team. It's super easy and very affordable. Go to comingsoonfromchris.com to get on our waiting list. That's comingsoonfromchris.com.